0: The window had been busted out, and our gear, part of our gear, had been stolen. Uh, there's nowhere to play up here at all. I'm sitting there kind of by myself, like waiting for my marriage. And and the mirrors, like they, the mirrors kind of like spin open like 90 degrees, like they kind of rotate open. And all these women in sexy lingerie can come walking out from behind the mirrors. I'm just well, going to about... throw this out there that it almost sounds like you were kind of the dark side sometimes of the scene.
1: Just when I parted
2: ways with monuments, and so it was a really, really desperate time of my life.
3: At the end of it, our bass player told us, like, he just looked at us like, yeah, this is my last show. So like, basically, back to the Beast era. Dealing with this alcohol intake. We're at a
4: Christian festival, and there's supposed to be a Christian band. I was like, man, this
0: sucks. This is not a good look. Welcome back to Dark Side of the Scene. I'm Brandon, alongside Ed.
3: Hi, everybody.
0: When I say alongside, I think people think we're in a room together, but we're only alongside each other virtually in chairs. I know, right? Like... Not that anyone can see us, but yes,
3: virtually we're alongside each other. I mean, that's cool. The technology has come so far. (laughs) So so far, thanks, era. Yeah, so far technology has been so good that you can eat jelly beans that taste like shit to trick you into thinking it's good. So tonight's snack is brought to you by Bean Boozled Beans, and if you guys out there have ever tried them, you know what I'm talking about. If you haven't, go ahead. Knock stuff shit, out. shit flavored jelly beans I think right. I'll pass is it shit or chocolate pudding let's try it <laughs> I'm really surprised they not made a fecal one but that'd probably be <laughs> this is now cow manure yeah mm. tastes delicious tastes like Indiana when you drive in the spring <laughs> it's got that good old smell of the fields speaking fertilized of, speaking of bullshit so I posted about I also say I a lot. I just realized that when I listen back to the podcast. Anyway, we got our first negative. I got my first negative uh, feedback, and I'm not sad about it. I mean, we wanted feedback. <laughs> you know, it was good or bad. But, you know, I had posted about like somebody didn't like certain Guest that was on here. And again, and myself. They Well, they didn't like what I had to say. And I'm like, I straight up said, you know, I don't hate anybody. I don't hate that individual at all. I don't have that energy to hate anybody for whatever. It's just like, like I said, on the one of the episodes, I said, what you did around that time wasn't cool. I mean, I don't understand why you don't get that. So
0: if someone's going to get upset about the things that we talk about right then clearly they need to look at themselves and realize that they're a running joke to everyone like if we talk about it on the show specifically because we or an instance in your case you know them personally we don't bash
3: just to bash like I, actually on in that case I don't really know them personally on a personal level like honestly because most people that, Interact with me actual in real life usually don't hate me or you know then they just know how i am in real life
0: yeah but you at least know who he is in, in person like sure. if you were to see him on the street you know who it is sure sure yeah that's what i'm getting at is like we if we know the people specifically that we say things about it's not just us talking straight up shit about people there's a reason that we would say something right and this person, just from the few people that we've talked to that have known this person, has that reputation about themselves. And if there's, the old term is if there's smoke, there's fire. So I've always said the whole world can't be against one person. So if that's how it seems to be. There's clearly some reason that people are all against that one person.
3: Right. I even invited that person to come on because I'm sure they've had a long streaming. Not streaming. Basically, being veterans of doing the music thing, and they probably had all sorts of stories that were unrelated to anybody being a victim, aside from him hearing his story. You know what I mean? Like, this show is not about my general area, yeah. <laughs> you know, or your general area. That's not, you know, you said it many times. We're not here to fucking stir up shit. We're just here to hear everybody's stories. So yeah. again, and. I say outlandish shit, but usually I say shit that makes sense. I mean, as one friend said, usually you're on point with things because as in my nature, I just like to say what I need to say. (laughs) No bullshit. You know, bullshit around, I guess. That's the thing. Like if
0: people are getting mad about the things we talk about and if they don't like the fact that they think they're a part of that conversation they're more than welcome to come on here and tell us their side as they want to. But again, this is not about them. This is not about stirring the pot or anything like that. It's literally, we're here to let musicians have a place to talk about the horrors they've experienced while playing music. Right. And it just so happens as one individual is one of the horror stories from someone else. I mean, (laughs) I mean, if, they're more than welcome to come on and talk about it if they want to, like and try and say that they're not. But again, we're not here to just try and set up an episode to defend somebody because that's not what we're trying to do. It's literally if you got shit to talk about, that's fine. If it gets brought up, whatever. But don't come on here and try and bash us and say we're starting shit when literally we're just doing what we're doing.
3: Yeah, that's just Ed, as most people would say. <laughs> so, yeah. Go ahead. I just ate a dead fish fucking jelly bean. It's fucking disgusting. Anyway.
1: (laughs) (laughs)
0: But yeah, basically, if we've upset you, I'm not going to apologize. That's right. But if you would like to be on an episode of Dark Side of the Scene, send an email to Brandon at scene.com and we'll get you scheduled. If we've made you mad, and you don't like us,
3: then maybe you're too sensitive. I mean, oh, stink bug. No, I mean, like, we're just a small <laughs> stink bug flavored jelly bean. Yeah, dude, it's fucking nasty.
0: What the fuck are you eating these nasty jelly beans for?
3: I want to get the good ones. I just have to chew the nasty ones to get to the good ones. I don't want to waste. Times are tough. Yeah. Anyway, I was going to say um, we're just a small podcast, we ain't shit like i mean if we had like a national thing we of course would be like hey we're not trying to slander you know we're just we're just we're like a three-legged fucking podcast trying to dig its way in a frozen pond or whatever how's that saying go <laughs>
0: yeah well i don't know like you just said we're not a big time podcast we only have so many listeners and since we've released double the episodes, we've actually, I thought would have been getting more listeners, but for some reason they went down. I guess we're throwing out too much content for them to keep up. I don't know. <laughs> but anyways, yeah. everyone who's stuck it with us so far, we do appreciate you guys and sorry that uh, we're not more entertaining, I guess, to the other ones that have listened and left or <laughs> whatever, but on this episode, we've got someone waiting, so we're going to bring them on in. So hang tight. And we'll be back in a 2nd like to take this time to welcome our guests to the show. This was a, we didn't realize there were going to be more than one, so it kind of caught Ed and I off. But um, <laughs> welcome Grant, Rashawn, Mirto, and Alex to the show. What's
5: up, guys? What's going on? Thank you uh, for having
3: us. Yes. Yeah. Not a problem. Where are you guys from? Mm. Uh, Maryland. Maryland. Nice. Yeah, Maryland. I'm from, I'm from Baltimore,
6: but Baltimore. I to throw that in there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's what? one of the states I haven't actually been to on that side. I've been to a lot of states, but I haven't been to Maryland.
3: Yeah. What's uh, your guys' – is... Good place to visit. What's that? Mm-hmm.
6: I was just saying it's a good good place to visit if you ever get a chance.
3: Nice. Someday. What's your guys' scene like out there? I mean, how's it thriving? A lot of trees. Sweet. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I meant like musical scene. (laughs) Right, that's what I thought uh, you were
1: talking about. uh,
3: (laughs) Well, because he said driving, so I was
7: like... (laughs) Hey, yo. My bad. Uh, music-wise, I mean, yeah,
1: yeah, it's
7: pretty good. You know, you got a couple of hubs, Baltimore, Washington, D.C. You have, um, I guess, like, a, you can consider Silver Spring, Columbia a little bit. It's on more so like the newer side. Mm. But, yeah, there's been a lot of national acts come through. There's a lot of festivals and really cool venues out here where people come through and perform.
3: So, yeah. Sweet. So what kind of band are you guys
5: in? Like what's your band name and whatever? Whatnot? <laughs> uh band name is Project Untitled. That's and... the real name? Yeah,
3: that's the okay. real name. I thought you were like thinking of a name. Gotcha. Not, well,
5: that's that's kind of the thing. <laughs> Makes sense. I don't think we ever thought of a name. So it's just been Project Untitled. So that's
3: catchy. So that works too yeah oh. so it and leaves a lot of
5: space for uh naming different ideas and projects and stuff
3: yeah sweet. so how long have you guys been together
5: uh, going so on two years yeah, yeah
3: two years two years two, two three years sweet and what kind of music do you guys play we're just getting to the basics <laughs>
5: <laughs> Um More so, I guess, R&B, pop. Um, yeah. Hell yeah. I mean, we, we're influenced by a lot of different things. Hmm. So it kind of all comes out, I guess, whenever we decide what we want to play. But I guess the main two genres are R&B and pop.
3: You're our first b band ever on here. Yes. Woo! So, okay. Good job, guys. Yeah, yeah i I, i'd like i want to hear everybody's scene not not just metal scene you know we want to hear like what goes on with everybody's scene. i mean if you've heard other episodes we had a guy that plays like gospel right was that what he did it was like
0: he played hard rock but he's also like they were christians
3: so it was like christian rock i guess but
0: yeah
3: so yeah he had interesting stories so I guess the basis of the story is uh, the dark side of the scene. So I guess because there's four of you, I guess we'll start with. I'll just go by my list. So when you started, Grant, like. When you started playing your instrument, and everything, getting to learn whatever. Um, what was your first band experience like? Was it good?
5: <laughs> uh, Well, my first. So I was self-taught. All the way up until I went to college mm. and I went to college for uh physical therapy. Didn't really like it. So uh I was like, Well, I'm playing guitar, so I guess I'll pick pick up uh classical guitar. So my first band experience was really through being in school in a school setting. Oh, so like, I, like later on in life. It was really... uh yeah, yeah. So mm. like Eighteen, nineteen. Okay, I started playing around like thirteen. So once I got to school, it was kind of yeah, like a controlled setting. It wasn't really mm. like I met people, you know what I mean. So it's a little different for me. Okay,
3: and then you got in your first band like after so, school or
5: no nah, during school um, during school. Yeah, probably like nineteen twenty. Um. 20 years old got in a band with some of the students uh Mirto we went to school together okay this is where we met so um and it was kind of like you notice people's uh levels of enthusiasm for like some people are kind of into it some people are really into it and i guess that's what i noticed very early Hmm. So you start seeing the flaky people too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and it's kind of weird because it's like we're all here to play music. We're all here as music students, but not everybody's as committed. Yep. Even though that's all we're here to do is play music.
3: well yep. Yeah. That's so. And then we'll go to Rashan. Same questions, basically. Oh, I like how you guys turn off your mic not to interrupt each other. You guys have this down.
5: <laughs> I, I do a lot of meetings at work and stuff so i'm kind of oh shit
0: <laughs> that's what i do too i'm always muted i'm rude <laughs> i guess i'm
3: rude let's <laughs> <Just> keep <laughs> it on so rashawn the same basically the same questions like when you like when you first started and like like around your first band
7: yeah um for, it was really kind of the same as Grant, like he was saying um, I've have been playing drums since an early age. I mean, I'm twenty four now, but I've been playing since I could probably sit on somebody's lap. Um, I played in I grew up playing drums in church, but as far as band experience, like it started in high school, actually middle school, because I was a part of like the concert band. I like the jazz band. Hmm. Everything to do with like instruments and band, I was a part of it, middle school, high school. The only thing that I wasn't a part of was like the marching band. But it, like Grant said, it was really structured. You know, you had practice after school some days. We did like certain competitions around the state. Um, and we did like high school like shows at the school performances. So we also, we like a couple of times we performed at the, like some local malls too. Um, so yeah, it was mostly that. I didn't really have a lot of friends that were into music really like it was kind of like I was a loner like outside of school in terms of having like friends who were in, into music like hey let's come over and let's jam it wasn't like that it was everybody played sports so it was mostly like when I was home I was just by myself practicing drums by myself you know listening to my dad's old tapes or you know my mom she sing on the choir so just listening to a lot of, just a lot of different music especially once I got to like middle school just mm. I kind of branched out from gospel because my parents would they were, I won't say like strict but they didn't they were kind of strict they didn't let me listen to certain things till so I got to like middle school and I was I've I was a sheltered kid so mm. I do a lot of things listen to a lot of music you know go out parties and stuff like that so once I got to middle and high school that kind of all changed started listening to like jazz and really everything rock country all types of stuff so but yeah that was like my first experience would be really. I, I would say like middle school kind of, but like really high school because it was more consistent all uh, four years. So, yeah.
3: Nice. Awesome. Okay, so we're going to try Myrto, you're next. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Um. There'll be some overlap with Grant, but sure. I've been playing for a while now. I mean, when I was a kid, I'm sure everybody has that shared memory of taking piano lessons from somebody. Like, you know, the classical stuff. And then I really got into music just playing in the church, you know, went to church every week with my family. And my older brother was really my inspiration because he was really into music. And, you know, watching him play made me get excited about playing. And uh, just throughout middle high school, really played gospel music. And that was most of what I did. Then I went to college. And, you know, before I got to college, my high school teacher gave me a speech Uh, I'll never forget, but the short version, he was like, yeah, man, like those conservatory kids, they'll eat you up. And like, you know, it was the inspiration I needed. So when I got to college, I was just like, all right, you know, assume I don't know anything. And just really the same thing, like Grant said, you know, I saw a variety of people, everybody wanted it at different levels, but I knew for me, I really loved music. So getting into college, learning about jazz and everything and that led to my first band experience with grant and, you know, it was a good experience. First time getting to really play
3: out. Sweet. righty. Now, Alex, same thing.
6: <laughs> yeah. Um, so I guess I'm kind of like the oddball out um, because I'm like the only non-instrumentalist um, of the group. Um, I sing And I've been like, I've been singing similar to these guys, you know, I've been singing for, you know, as long as I can remember, um, like my, um, my elementary school middle teacher, uh, told my mom that she should put me, um, in this boy choir and, you know, she did. And, you know, that's kind of where it started. And, um, all up and through, through middle school, like I was in choirs and stuff. Um, and that was, you know, a good experience just learning about, um, music and parts and stuff like that. But when I got to high school, um, I, I didn't sing at all in high school. I didn't, you know, I wasn't confident, um, necessarily in my ability. I didn't think it was gonna, you know, make a way for me. So I Mm -hmm. didn't sing until like this, my senior year, um, talent show in high school. And that was like, you know, the first time I sang, people were like, oh, wow, we forgot you could do this. But, um, so, that's kind of like roughly when I like started singing again and my first band actually. um, Cause like I said, I've been in choirs and everything. This is actually the first band that I've been in. Um, I like decided to like um, take artistry seriously, kind of like in 2019 Mm. Um, and one of, and kind of like um, circling back to your um, question about like the scene um, here in Maryland and on the DMV. Um, one thing that I, part- it, there's a lot of, you know, instrumentalists and musicians um, in Maryland, D.C., Virginia, like the surrounding areas. Um, but I found it hard to like, you know, book, you know, musicians for just little things that I wanted to do, like whether it was like a, a show. I do a lot of live music. So like whether it was a show or, or, or something, um I'm like I don't have literally don't have the bread to be paying y'all all, of, like right. every time for like you know this, um this little idea you know um and I think that summer and this is kind of ties into how we met but that summer I went on Craigslist and um I saw an ad you know for, uh a a, a a keyboardist and a guitarist they were looking for you know a drummer and a lead singer, um and you know I responded to the ad. You know just kind of you know just being sick because i just spent 450 on you know a, like 10 minute set um and you know i respond they, you know they responded we responded back whatever whatever um and yeah we all met for the first time and you know things kind of just uh clicked and this is where we are now so
3: yeah so well Obviously, you know, you could sing if they still have you around, you know? like, like I hope so. It makes sense to me. They wouldn't be like... Because I'm sure there's a lot of singers in Maryland. I don't know how big it is, but I'm, it's huge, right? So mm-hmm. you're obviously doing a good job if they kept you this long, because, you know, some singers don't crack... They don't last very long, obviously. If they are terrible at their thing. So that's awesome. <laughs> so... Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, so I'm trying to think. So I guess what is... I guess we'll go down the line. What is maybe like a? I'm trying to think how how I could do this because I want to know your experiences prior to this band, the bad ones, prior to this band, and then as the band. So I guess, um, does that make sense? Right? <laughs> how to how basically to
0: whoever had some bad experiences, yeah,
3: take the floor. I guess. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. says so go down the line. So mm-hmm. I guess Grant, we'll start with you.
5: <laughs> yeah, I don't know um haven't really had any bad experiences but it i guess to the point of uh playing with people that don't i guess well like I was saying before they just don't take it serious or mm. they yeah i don't i wouldn't really say bad experiences like wow, this is crazy. Just more so like, Mm. this isn't going to work because you're not being serious about it.
3: So That's not a lot then. That's probably a good thing that you haven't had too many.
5: No, yeah. Uh, I think uh, I guess me starting so late with playing with other people and the fact that we were all, we all knew each other well before we started playing and we got to know each other on a friend level and kind of See how that is before we started playing together. I guess that makes kind of a difference.
3: Mm, that's true. We just like it's good to have that maturity early on because some people never get it. Yeah, <laughs> it's
0: good yeah. to be able to be friends with people in your band too because it's it makes things complicated if you can't stand one of your bandmates. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, oh, that goes. So I guess we'll try Rashan. What do you think? What's your bad experience?
7: Any bad experiences I've had with previous... Um, I wouldn't really say I would had any bad experiences when I was in school, like middle and high school. I mean, I would say like college was probably where I had a lot of mixed good and bad. Mm-hmm. Um, Especially like my first year, because uh, like I said, I was a sheltered kid. So I come from the suburbs and I went to school smack dab in the middle of the city of downtown Boston. So it was like you know just being dropped off and you know what i'm saying had had to figure certain things out on my own mm-hmm. uh and my time management was not really good at that time it was really bad so i didn't really know how to put priorities where they needed to be um and so there was like i remember there was one time where i never really had to deal with because i I'm, i was i've always been like the big fish in the small pond
1: mm-hmm. here
7: in maryland but when i went to boston it was like a lot different and so like there was this one saxophonist and uh he wanted to start like a band and um you know he said he had wanted me to be the drummer so we go through rehearsals and everything was good and like we get to like one night before the show and the bassist comes up and he's like hey have you talked to uh such and such and I was like yeah I haven't talked to him since rehearsal why and he's like just being weird so I was like okay I don't know what's going on then come to find out night of the show you know i'm going to the to the to the uh stage where the performance was and man i see like all these musicians on stage and i see i see a drummer like he's setting up so i'm confused you know i'm like what's happening like that had never happened to me before like i'd never been replaced you know without being told especially
3: the hell (laughs)
7: <laughs> yeah, like it, it was crazy. Like I, I don't I didn't feel like I did anything wrong. I i I learned the music, I was showing up on time, I was being professional, like courteous and all those. I checked all the boxes, at least so I thought, you know. So but um yeah, we and then he's just like the guy's like nowhere to be found. Like I don't know where he was, but the guy's like the bass is like, Yeah, this he's playing drums tonight, and I was like, I was heated, like I was really, really upset about it. Right. And that was like the first time, like and I, and I remember like I called. Um, I called my dad and I was just like telling him and I was venting and he was basically just like, you know, get used to it. Cause in the music industry, it's going to happen a lot. Like, you know, you're going to think that you're a part of something and for whatever reason, somebody, they can let you, like you, you always, you're expendable. Like, you know, you can people, you can be easily replaced. So that actually happened so was,
0: to a previous guest of ours.
7: Yeah. Yeah, man. And that, that was like the first time it happened and then after that i was just kind of i don't know like i sucked it up and i'm just like okay you know if it, if it happens again like you know i'll just take whatever i can learn from it and move on to the next experience but i would say that, that was probably like the worst experience because it was the first time that had ever happened to me so yeah
3: i'm yeah. now i'm suddenly like don't like saxophone players now all of a sudden because of this story <laughs> like i don't know like i guess uh, I don't know. I guess I never had a saxophone player I just assume they could just do whatever the hell they want because they play the sax. I don't know. Right? So right. maybe, maybe I'm stereotyping. This would be a saxophone players being assholes. I don't know. That's a <laughs> that's a dick move to do. Like, I'm sorry, but like drummers are kind of a rare. They're not rare, but you know, as the show goes on, there's like so many bass players and drummers that are lacking. There's not enough of them in the world. It's like, right? Man, so, wow
1: yeah
3: oh is that a problem out there too yeah yeah it is like uh, there's a lot of bands that need bass players and drummers man yeah, i know right i don't understand yeah, we, yeah it's strange though because a lot of the people we've
0: interviewed have been bass players
5: right oh wow
0: <laughs> so oh. we say there's a, a lacking of actual bass players and like probably like 70 percent of the people we've interviewed so far have been bassist so it's like oh, hmm, yeah. maybe they're yeah. they're out there they're
3: just all yeah, they they do do something, something else,
5: right? Yeah,
3: mm-hmm. it's a, a conundrum. We don't, we can't figure it out. Maybe it's because like no parent wants to deal with the loudness of it, like it's big old clunky thing in the corner and it's just loud <laughs> as shit. And then they'd want to buy an electric one, but then a good electric is like a much much as a, like a used car. So I, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, they get the air ones, where just hit the air, and I don't know. We'll see yeah. how that goes. <laughs> so okay and uh, we're next was that all it rashaan did you have any more like nightmarish stories other than that or no nah, that was that was it <laughs> that's pretty yeah that's pretty that's pretty bad damn <laughs> myrto myrto damn it how, how do you pronounce it myrto it's myrto
2: but myrto. uh oh good i've heard every variation under the sun well, so. I, I used to
3: know a guy myrto with the uh, you but okay myrto okay any uh nightmarish ass stories <laughs>
2: Uh, well, you know, as far as bands go, thankfully, mostly good experiences. You know, like you said, it's rare to meet people that you can be friends with and then also do something like music that you enjoy. But mm. there is one big nightmare story. Like, oh, and I'm sure this one is a classic, like everybody has some spinoff of the story. Mm. Um, there was an establishment that back in the day asked me about doing a three hour gig. And it was on very, very short notice. So me and the group I was with, you know, we still came together and made something happen at, you know, last minute gig turned out well, Mm. come back the next day to go get paid. And he's like, here you go. And he gives us, it was a four piece band, $85 to split between all four of us. And we're
3: like, yo, Mm. this Yo, that's three hours to Yeah, on <laughs> like last minute
2: notice. I'm talking about like beginning of the week at the call. Yeah, the gig Saturday. Okay, cool. Uh let's just get three hours of music together. So
3: um the work.
7: <laughs> they don't appreciate, you know what I'm saying, musicians, man. <laughs> oh, oh my god,
5: dude.
2: <laughs> yeah, so and you know that's a classic, like just getting uh get in the old roundabout by places but when that stuff happens like i'm i just love to play so at the time i wasn't as mad well now i look back i'm not really mad at all because you know everywhere does that but at the time i was just like man just take it keep it pushing you know you never know when you'll get your next opportunity to play but it really hurts when places do you dirty like that when you put in a lot of work to give them a good performance
3: no that's a That trumps a lot of them right there, that whole thing. Having to last minute and then get all these songs together for three hours. That's pretty bad. (laughs) Wow. Was it covers that you
0: had to play, or was it your own original music? Like, how did that work for three hours worth of music? Yeah.
2: Uh, It was mainly covers, and until that point, uh, well, we didn't really have three hours of music together, so it was a lot quick on the go, just learning, but you know, like you said, the dark side of the scene, that's the dark side of the moon right there.
0: (laughs) Something. Around here, most of the cover bands that I know that play like, they get paid a lot more than that. So, 85 (laughs) 85 to some of the guys out there listening for metal bands are like, oh, 85 is good money because they're used to not getting paid anything. Right. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah. for a three-hour set for stuff like that yeah that's mm-hmm. you guys are getting
3: ripped off mm-hmm. Shitty.
5: Yeah.
3: <laughs> and i'm sure like since you're like versed you i was gonna say what well, you went to you went to the school then so see that probably isn't much for you to learn because you're like tch, 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 you're like computer basically correct yeah i mean
2: well you know i don't want to toot my horn or anything but like i did it wasn't as bad as it could have been. I'll say that.
3: Okay, see, you you, you schooled guys, man. You're like too good. It's <laughs> oh because nah.
2: I was self-taught till school, so I give most of my credit to being self-taught. But oh, credit where yeah. school helped a lot to
3: polish yeah. me. That's good. Yeah. Fortunately, you know, you're worth more than eighty bucks for three hours. That's fucked. Oh man. Right on. So any any other stories before we move on to Alex?
2: I mean, uh, I'll let Alex take it from there. Cause sure, sure, sure. Good stories.
6: I actually do not have any horror stories. I'm like, I have, I guess, been, well, well, actually.
1: Sure.
6: <laughs> well, actually. Eric. Um, I mean, it wasn't really a, I guess it's a horror story. I don't know. I I think at the time I was, I was like friends with the person and, um, you know, a lot of times, it's not about the the thing itself, but about like the principle. Um, and I think this one specific, you know, gig. You know, we, um, me, and one of my friends, we uh, we sang together often and did background vocals for you know um, a few different people. And we had this one gig where, pretty much, like you know, we we live in Maryland. For this gig, we had to go to New York um you know drive up to New York with um this you know person and uh you know do the show we we honestly we like pretty much arranged like not necessarily um we didn't arrange arrange his set but like in terms of like harmonies and you know like parts and you know making it kind of a production you know like we did a lot of that um and we didn't really mind because you know this guy's cool you know you know he's cool people right um, and we're getting paid at the end of the day, right? Quote, unquote, we're getting paid. So, um, you know, we we were just like, okay, it's cool, it's whatever. Um, we get to New York, um, have all these rehearsals, you know, get to New York, do the show. Um, like, there's, like, very limited accommodations. I think we drive back from New York that same night. Um, nice. You know, was, yeah, so, like, this is, like, a a whole thing um and when it's time to get paid yeah i guess most of these horror stories revolve around getting paid but Mm. when it's time to get paid there's just like all there's like this long text thread about like how like somebody has to get paid or whoever needs to get paid or he didn't get paid or whatever um (laughs) we're just like okay that's cool um all right it's cool but you know we had an agreement like he 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 was the one that even like went as far as to do contracts so you know um you know this is the contract that you provided um and i think he was like it got to the point where he was like oh well you you guys never signed the contract so you know you, you know not to say that it's not legally binding or whatever but like at that point it's just like just pay us our money um you know if whether it takes how many however long it takes whatever you got to figure out um, just pay us the money, but he never did. I mean, right. I think he actually did. But it was but this is this is like a year or two later, um, uh, because wow. he needed us to do something else for
3: it. <laughs> oh my god.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I didn't have the
3: money, and then had to wait to like. Yeah. Oh
1: my god. Yeah.
3: Yeah, that's crazy. Oh, people, people, people. Yeah. So that's mine. Oh, <laughs> well, that's fine. It's like it's we're all it's all very similar, regardless. Like, yeah. Except, so two of you.
1: Lost audio there, Ed. What the
3: hell happened?
1: Uh, I can still hear you guys though.
3: Yeah. Did he like, maybe he lost his power. I have no idea what just happened. But it's still recording.
0: It went silent and you were speaking. It went silent on my end, and the whole screen just completely closed out. You got a storm where you're at? I don't know. I'm in my basement. <laughs> Sounds like there's a tornado going on upstairs. Is everybody here? like five kids. Is yeah. Alex
3: Alex yeah. here? That's weird. I didn't hear him say anything. Still but... here, still here, still here. Oh, okay, I see. It, my, my window went all weird. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, everything went completely Dude, storm, like, closed man, out. He, this reminds me. Oh, Marilyn, is your weather crazy lately too?
2: Oh, Lord.
3: Yeah. Well, yeah. Maryland weather is bipolar, man. Like, it'll be, like, in the, like, it'll be, yeah. like,
7: especially this this year, like, it'll be, like, 40 degrees in the wintertime. Then next thing you know, it'll be 60 one day. It's, it's like, it's, it's been crazy. Mm.
1: Yeah. yeah. Go out.
2: <laughs> seven changes of clothes. You need your winter jacket in the morning, your shorts in the evening. Maybe some <laughs> to jazz it up.
3: Yeah. Because, yeah. like, I got a reminder this year or earlier that, My uh, tree, or excuse me, a tree fell in our house like a year ago today from some random storm. It wasn't even tornado. It just like uprooted the damn tree. So I still got like PTSD, even reading that old post from Facebook. But that's that's not got nothing to do with anything. But yeah, that's crazy, though. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah, I had the beast, too. I was not feeling well. And then this tree falls in my house and I didn't understand what was how... Bad it was because I had that brain fog that everybody got, I guess. Mm. But, <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> you guys have been together since 2019, correct? 2021. Well, I don't know why I said 2019. Okay. Okay, so, like, we're going to get to the, the ugly part. So, during the Beast Era, what did each of you do, like, musically? Like, what did you do when things
5: were closed? and That's uh amazing. Maybe music in the house, I guess that's pretty much it. Mm. And yeah. And Again. That was pretty much it. Mm. Like
6: I I learned how to play the guitar in like three months um <laughs> during the pandemic. during uh, um that's fine you can say that it's fine okay cool um yeah during the the whatever (laughs) but yeah
3: (laughs) i like the way you said this (laughs) one
6: so yeah i um i taught myself how to play the guitar you know it's a cool like little three months i was you know really putting videos on instagram and stuff like i was really like learning the chords um and like I, i taught myself a decent amount but after it was over and, you know, outside was back open, um, I actually I actually cannot recall the last time I touched my guitar. So, um, yeah.
3: Damn. Yeah. Okay, I figured out what you might look like, Alex. Okay. Okay. You ever seen the Indiana Jones, like in the Temple of Doom? Oh, so the, now the, I'm the scared. Little, the little kid, the little kid prince. Is that what you look like? Because you're young. I picture kid prince. Um. Now I have to
6: Google Indiana Jones, Kid Prince.
3: (laughs) Um, He's the guy. I don't think so. No, am I off? (laughs) Damn
6: it! I don't. I don't think so.
3: I'm (laughs) way off. Because I I figured like, are you the youngest member? Right? Correct? No, Mm.
6: I'm I'm not actually. I'm actually
3: the youngest member. How young are you guys? I'm 24. Okay, I remember you saying, "Wow!" I (laughs) thought. I thought Alex was twenty four. Well, now I'm twenty seven. Twenty no. seven, 27. 26. My God, you guys are young. Yeah. Shit.
0: Ed and I are like old farts. I'm
3: fucking old, dude. <laughs> oh.
0: I'll be forty next year, and you're gonna be what, like forty
3: four this year? I think so. Unfortunately.
6: Forty is a new thirty.
3: I yeah. hope so. Exactly, I hope. So. Exactly. I wish my before. I wish my hair thought that. It's kind of like. <laughs> 39 basically.
0: right now feels like 85 for me.
3: 85. But... <laughs> Dang. <laughs> okay, so you guys basically, like, did you record yourselves during all that? I mean, <clears throat> obviously you formed later on, but, like, did you have, were you in different bands, like, around that time that are in the shutdown? or?
7: Yeah. I, yeah. <clears throat> uh, we obviously, we didn't know each other at that time. I was actually in uh, my uncle. I, like, I come from a musical family, so my, my uncle has a gospel group. And uh, they've been together for quite some time and uh, they were kind of transitioning, I guess, between like instrumentalists. I was actually playing, I also played like the piano and the keyboard. Um, and that's what I was originally playing, but the drummer, something happened and uh, I guess he just never returned. So then I started playing drums. So like at that, during that year, like I we, it was mostly like recording. Uh, we played, we did like this one thing, which was pretty cool. I think it was a, uh, the joy we did like a george floyd memorial concert okay. um downtown that was pretty cool but other than that it was mostly just virtual concerts that we were uploading to like youtube and instagram and stuff
3: mm. yeah nice wait so i'm trying to figure out what each of you play because it sounds like you play different things <laughs> correct yeah you're all man you guys are talented i hate this so i'm so all the core members are here right there's nobody missing correct so, no damn so let me guess grant you said you're the, you're the drummer right uh guitar okay do you just say guitar key right? bass sometimes and then alex plays a little guitar but he sings and then rashawn i
6: him. also play the tambourine so <laughs> oh, okay. coming out
1: there.
3: that's important okay and then Rashan, you play the drums correct yep you said guitar too and i'm like what and then myrto plays keys yep man it's hard to okay Ah, ah. so you guys recorded yourself also like during all that like or you just kind of just had stuff in your head and you're like well
7: it was mostly just like i had like ideas excuse me ideas in my head and like i might have recorded like a voice memo but nothing like officially released through like a streaming platform yeah that that year was like a blur and that was also like yeah it was Mm. that year was a blur
3: (laughs) yeah it was for everybody just because like it's like oh what's going to go on right. it, was, it was crazy times Bleh. i um go on. i was going to
6: say that um oh sorry go ahead
3: no 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 i, hear
6: uh, I was going to say that i didn't sorry. really record anything like i put videos on instagram and stuff but what is kind of cool about like that time um well i don't know if this is cool or like a bad thing but i wrote like uh i had started writing a lot of like music um during that time period um and the music is now like starting to, you know, and, and a lot of it had been finished for, you know, some time, but it's now starting to take life. So
3: that's, that's been a cool experience. Hmm. Yeah, that's good. I mean, gotta, you're never too young to learn or to learn, learn anything. You know, that's how I am too. Just, you never know. Don't, yeah. be, an, don't be a stubborn old man. Like some of these older musicians that are going to be that way.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> so, Okay, so did I get everybody's story during all that? Or is it basically like you all had the same kind of thing going on? Yeah. So then, let's see. Once everything gets a little better, you guys suddenly meet, correct? Like in 2021. Yeah,
7: it happened like in the summer.
3: And was this like an, Alex said it was an ad, correct? And like you guys just decided to try something. What yeah. what is what inspired you just because you guys were like, it's a new time, let's do something, let's do something together. What uh, inspired you guys?
5: Me and Mirto, we had we have some friends in New York and we took a trip up there to uh see like some music. New York was still kind of uh not how it usually is. So mm. um that was kind of weird. Like everywhere we went, it was like sit up front was no hassle getting anywhere. And we just got inspired because we had, that was like our first time seeing live music in like a year and some change. So uh, on the way back, we were like, let's just put out an ad and see if uh, anybody's out there. Hmm. So that was pretty much how it, w- how it went down. I think Rashawn responded to me and Alex responded to Mirto. Yeah. And then we met up and that was it.
3: And you guys pretty much clicked right away or did yeah. you yeah. Did any of you have like, oh, I don't know, you know, what nah. I mean? I like, no,
7: no, nah, no, nah. not really any of those thoughts. Like we had our first rehearsal, I think it was like mid August of 2021, if I'm correct. And uh, yeah, I mean, you know, we met and we we played like a lot of cover songs and we just kept consistently rehearsing, really we didn't really w- perform live like that year it was more so just kind of like we were just feeling each other out which was i think it was good that we didn't perform you know because we we needed time to just adjust you know all of us playing together for the first time and then you know like you said just it was still that era of time where things weren't really fully open back up and there were some people concerned still wearing masks and a lot of places you know what i mean so yeah yeah
3: and and this was the core, this is the core band. There was no other member that like was hanging out and then they left. You... no, nah, yeah. Uh, it's the no core. Sh- no shit.
1: Yeah.
3: Rank, I will Rank. say. What's that?
6: Sorry, I was going to say that like, um, we did like, so like after first meeting, you know, we, everybody did the intros and you know, it's like, okay, cool. Same kind of like information, same kind of stories. But I will say there was like a little like span of time where like things, before we like started getting into the practice there was i don't want to call it dead space but like there was like a couple you know like weeks i don't know if it was months or something where you know um i don't know maybe everybody was still trying to do like a like how i don't know how serious is this thing or you know how serious is everybody else or whatever but you know eventually you know we um we did meet for like that rehearsal and then we're like okay you know what we can i think we can keep doing
3: this Mm, that's good like the Connection, because sometimes yeah. you lose it, and you, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to be. Yeah, Grant, I, I'm really old, right? But I yeah. figured I'm gonna guess who you look like. Uh. It's from. Do you? It's an old movie, Breaking. You sound like Ozone, your voice.
5: Ozone.
3: It's an old breakdance movie, and you have the same voice Ozone. as Ozone. Is that what you look like? I don't have to Google it all. Oh, I know. That's it's I'm old, dude. It was an awesome movie.
6: I, I Googled it. I think the answer is no. No? <laughs> Fuck.
3: No. Oh,
5: no,
6: no.
3: You have. <laughs> you
5: do have his voice, though. I have to uh, check <laughs> that movie out. No, I love that movie. He's
7: you know, <laughs> some curious takes. I'm curious to see what me and Mitch <laughs>
3: I'll get to yeah. you don't worry it, I always, it has I just, never been accurate <laughs> only one time and the guy didn't believe me but whatever <laughs> anyway so yeah. let me see so you guys and then how was your first gig together
7: our first gig that was oh, last july that's yeah. always
3: the the nervous part it's like <laughs> now you're now you're rehearsed and now you're gonna oh yeah gotta go with this new band and you got to see how everybody acts on stage and not screw. You know what yeah, I mean? How was it?
7: That was really the thing. Like it was just like, like it was nerves, but it was also like just so excited because, uh, you know, it was my first time just kind of being out of the school setting. Honestly, I'd never really played with a group of guys outside of college. And it, it was mostly just kind of just being to myself and kind of like just freelancing, um, playing like in like jazz trios and stuff, going to like certain jam sessions. So, um, <clears throat> but yeah, it, it was, it was great, man. Overall, like, you know, we, people came out and supported and uh, we we did our thing i mean everything didn't go like as planned but you know not everything's gonna be perfect all the time i just you know I always try to be optimistic and look at the positives mm-hmm. more so than like the negatives but yeah it was good I, I felt good we got a lot of compliments afterwards um you know there were a lot of other artists there as well that were saying like nice things and we've actually stayed in contact with you know many of them if not all of them and we you know kind of made those connections and so but yeah man i i thought you know overall i thought it was a success i'm
6: over here confused i'm like what what was the first game?
7: yeah me too i was
5: thinking and i had remembered the crowd is it tsunami. yeah, T-Nami. yeah. Uh, okay, okay okay yeah so we did like a thing how many artists was it, it was like five artists mm-hmm. and then we as a band uh myself Rashawn, and mirto we backed them up Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, so they all, between the five artists, they had, like, 30 songs of, like, their original material. Right. And we backed them up, and then we went on last. So I think by the time we played as a band, like, I know I was feeling like, man, uh, you know, like, at first I was like, yeah, this is exciting. But, like, 30 songs in, I was like, man, this is a workout yeah definitely so but
3: Wait, they put, like, excuse me they put you on last on your first show
5: well that was it was set up that way like we set it up yeah. oh okay
3: you were the head it was ladders. like a
6: okay yeah we the yeah yeah, mm. yeah i so. think oh so go ahead grant <laughs> no you're good. you're good i was gonna say that um like that for sure was just an definitely an experience um, at least for me, because like, I, I wasn't, um, you know, I didn't have to back up for, you know, play instruments for the other supporting um, the other artists on the lineup. Um, but I was kind of like uh, instrumental and kind of like um, planning it. Cause we planned it with like a friend. Um, one of like my friends um, was also like another artist. Um, and they were kind of, Uh, some, some, like, not issues, but um, I guess our vision for it was a little different than, you know, his vision was for it, or at least just the communication was a little off. So um, even just, like, even thinking about it now, like, that was a very ambitious, like, way to, like, kind of have our first show. Um, And I definitely, like, saw, I, 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 I saw it on them that they were, like, that it took a lot out of them. Cause like, I can only, you know, being up there for, for how long, you know, learning how much, like how many like songs and having to like, not only, not only learn people's songs, but like work with them to kind of like flush their ideas out and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah, definitely, definitely was a lot. So it was a, and I think all of our like shows have just been like really big learning experiences for real.
7: Yeah. I would, I would agree with what Alex said, you know, heavy emphasis on the learning experience, like, we and even when we like have meetings, we we talk like that's something that I I try to say like it's it's really all a learning experience, you know. We still like you said we're still young, um, mm-hmm. and not even just age, but just being together as a band. Like you know, we're this will be like it has it hasn't well yeah, it'll be like two years fully like it's this year. So like I mean, and we like we st- we still have a lot to learn, like shows, recording, and stuff like that. But you know, mm-hmm. um. I I would definitely say like that that first one it was it was a great experience and uh it definitely kinda helped propel us in terms of like just the approach and everything for like the next shows and stuff that we did.
3: No, that makes sense. I mean that's that's good. Yeah. It this first show turned out good. And and you guys have played like obviously like a bunch of gigs since then. And um I actually had a question so like normally you just paired with other r&b bands or is it just like a mix because like the, you know like the metal shows that we do like it's usually like slightly eclectic like maybe a rock band but like how is it there like out there because again this is a whole new genre i never really you know it's different world obviously than metal so like if you're going to a gig cool. like a cl- like clubs and stuff how does it work out yeah. there
5: um well, the, some of the stuff we do, like, and I don't, we, like, play in Baltimore and stuff, but I'm not from Baltimore, so I'm kind of mm-hmm. on the outside looking in. But to <laughs> me, it seems like there's a lot of singers. Yeah. And then there's, like, the bands that back. So it seems like there's a lot of events that are people performing their music. Well, singers performing their music to like a track or they might have a house band Mm. um yeah that's what it seems like to me
6: yeah that's that's i I was literally thinking the same thing grant um and even like the i think the what kind of differentiates us a little bit um from more of some of the other you know like music groups that i see is like most of like the r&b kind of like bands and groups are cover bands um like they you know have gigs places doing like karaoke like you know things or whatever um so but we are we do covers but we also like work on like original music and stuff Mm. so um so i i i don't i can't really say that like Yeah, I don't I don't really know if there is, at least in Baltimore, I haven't really seen anything like completely comparable. And that's not that's not me being like, oh, yeah, like we're just one of a kind. I just I just really haven't seen it.
3: Mm. That's good. Yeah, that's good. You got the confidence.
7: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, just like what Alex and Grant said, mostly everybody has their own style, but definitely a lot of um, singers slash rappers. Um, And then you have, like, a lot of individual bands as well. I I know quite a few bands. Um, I don't really know as many singers, but there's definitely a lot, especially around the Baltimore area, D.C. as well. I don't really know as many D.C., but, like, around the Baltimore area. But, yeah, there's there's a nice mixture. You have, like, you know, R&B, alternative R&B. And, like I said, like a lot of rappers, some are kind of more heavy trap-based. Some are just more so kind of, I guess, rappers and singers like especially the, the uh last show that we played back in march um so yeah there's there's definitely a nice a nice uh variety of different types of artists here in maryland
3: do you have like a deserve band rivalries as well <laughs> like in like <laughs> like i was wondering like i think every genre has that and I, I was wondering if you guys have that too
5: not yet i think i not can see yet, it I happening
3: no, oh yeah. No,
7: I think it, yeah it also kind of depends on like I guess sort of your status like once you kind of develop more of an a specific audience then it'll be like people will have you on their radar like oh man you see like how they got to that point you know we got to kind of like you're like you're, you're like a target like you know let's model ourselves after them and but yeah I don't think we look at
6: anybody as rivals currently mm. <laughs> um currently and also like um I think And this is something that we all kind of like agree on. We are um, this this group even was formed as a collective, you know. So we're all really, we're all really like big on uh, establishing and forming community. So like, I can't even really see us in a position where, you know, there would be another band and that is successful or you know just really killing it. And you know, we're like, oh, we 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 we, we want to, you know, be where they, I mean, of course, we, you know, we wouldn't want to be in the position that they are, but right. like, I think our perspective would be like, how it, how is it that we can work with them, you know, um, yeah. as opposed to like against them? Cause it, there really is like enough room for like everybody to eat. Um, so, yeah.
3: That's good. That's good with that positive attitude. Cause man, you, you, you would think that about other bands, but somehow they're like, you know, We've had experiences where, like, we help another band get a show, and then they don't return a favor. And it's like, mm. we're kind of in this together, right? We're poor. It's like, why it's, would you? It's very cutthroat. Yeah. Sometimes it can be. Yeah, and I don't want to like say it's all that way, but and I don't. A, a lot of the time, I, from my experiences, it's
0: always been somewhat that way. There's a couple bands that we've worked with that, like that's how Ed and I met, honestly. Through mutual band. we played a show and show swapped and everything else and the beast came and ruined the one he was supposed to hook us up with
3: but But we still we're still friends afterward it's not like he took it you know held it against me like fuck you man it's your fault it's your fault this happened i'm like because i sneezed funny i don't know
0: (laughs) no but they're kind of like what he said i I used to book shows i used to bring in bands quite a bit and everyone was like yeah we'll get you back Well, here I am the last 18 years still waiting to be hit back. (laughs) Oh, no. Long time. Uh, That's just when I started booking. Like, actually, 2002 is when I booked my first show Hmm. at at 18 years old.
3: Oh, wow. (laughs) Actually, that reminds me who's the band dad here? Mirto, for sure. (laughs) Yeah, he died. We haven't heard from him. He died. He (laughs) He left you standing. Right. <laughs> I'm still alive. Oh, okay, so what made you the band dad? Just they, they <laughs> no, gave that, it to you that's
0: such a funny name.
3: Bro. I don't know the responsible one. I don't know how how you want me to word it, but like what it's made like
0: you... the band manager. There's always that one guy that has to keep everyone in check, like the dad, the, the admin. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
3: yeah.
6: I I always refer to uh, Mirto as our fearless leader. So
3: there you go. Yeah. He's the reason why you're here, so he's he's looking out for you guys.
6: Right. Definitely the reason why I specifically am
3: here. <laughs> hell, yeah. Can't leave a singer out. He carries gear, right? Sometimes. He, yeah, sometimes.
7: sometimes. Most, he, he will help without, like,
3: even asking. Like, he'll be like, y'all need me carry
7: anything? And, like, yeah.
3: <laughs> hell, yeah. So, basically, like, yeah, what gave you that position? I mean, not that it's a bad thing. I just... You know because i have to do it in my band sometimes and it's like as long as we all see the same page it's going to be okay but i'm butting heads with like older guys so obviously you have a group here that seems to be willing and hungry so is that is it good in this band as far as your position
2: I mean, yeah, it's cool. Everybody has, it really helps that we all have a similar vision of where we want to go as a group. So regardless of how everybody wants to navigate their own paths, we still meet at common points. And it's not, uh, you know, it's pretty easy to wrangle us back in from when I get a little bit overboard. But, uh, you know, I always say, like, I'm just a man, you know, I'm nobody crazy, but (laughs) one of my best qualities is that I'm impatient, but in like a productive way. So if stuff's not happening, I'm like, all right, you know, let's get stuff happening. And Mm. I've always just taken that role. You know, like when you have group projects in school and it's like somebody needs to actually like get it started. So yeah, stuff started. So I've always been like that in life and it's just carried over to music. So, you know, I just try to help us to keep the momentum going.
3: Mm. I feel like, Three and four pieces is the magic number. And like, if you had a fifth member, I'm sure it'd be more of a pain in the ass. I think I don't know why <laughs> just another person that you have to like tell to. But like, what I was going with this is like, so and you book the shows then,
5: correct?
2: Uh, I mean, you know, I mostly will just do the logistics. I've helped with booking it, but I'll say Rashawn and Alex are pretty. I mean, they're kind of our Baltimore representatives. Alex nice. now out into dc so uh they've been really good about helping us get our feet on the ground with shows
7: yeah especially last year you know it was like our first time performing live um but i would really say uh overall it's a team effort really because we don't currently have like a booking manager or booking agent or we're not a part of a booking agency so Mm-hmm. it's really a team effort and it can it can be I don't want to say stressful it's it's a lot because we it's like you know you want to have a balance like we're trying to focus on you know creating new material new music writing new songs rehearsals all those things all the above you know keep continuing to network but we also realize that you know we, we're like oh dang we got and then it's like knowing like when to book too so like it's it's new for all of especially last year like I learned a lot and even this year too so but yeah, it's it's a team effort. Like we all kind of pitch in and talk about it, you know, yeah.
3: make sure we're all on the same page. So yeah. So when uh and you all live in the same area, right? Correct? Kinda sorta. Kind of yeah. sorta. So how's band practice work? Like do you have a certain day, month? Like
5: uh, I mean it's usually like Tuesdays. I mean hmm? You mean today? Yeah, Oops, t- sorry, I screwed up. No, it. no, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, no. Not this week. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, it's usually, like, Tuesdays. Uh, we, we've we kind of worked our way up to three hours worth of music with a couple songs over. So uh, we're kind of out of the, like, trying to build up our set list phase. Mm-hmm. And it's more so, like, trying to work on more originals and stuff now. So mm-hmm. the rehearsals are kind of far, far they're spaced out more in the calendar. Yeah makes it because
3: uh yeah so you guys get like somebody like comes up can you play this song for me do you ever get that shit uh
7: in no? the places that we've played not nah not really not we haven't really been
6: like that setting where people are like you know hey okay. can you,
7: know you can do this I'm we haven't really be- like
6: had any requests ha- am I
3: wrong guys I
6: mean besides somebody asking us to say happy birthday which is kind of oh,
3: cool yeah. okay yeah <laughs> yeah I don't think everybody's ever done that so lucky lucky you guys <laughs> Yeah. and so basically with gigging your your guys's job is pretty flexible i mean you don't have to say what you do each of you but like you know as far as you know when you book something and it's like does it always work out for all of you because sometimes that could be a pain in the ass trying to schedule multiple people on a day and it's like, like yeah yeah, uh, yeah I, I have that well, well i'll we just say problem. yeah
5: well yeah like i'll just say so i live an hour away from them okay so like if we like when we rehearse and stuff i'm kind of like uh you know like on the road and stuff like that and then if they have a show like dc is like an hour and a half if there's no traffic so if there's a show in silver spring which is like right outside of dc that i guess we have to take it into consideration but usually i can make it work and i guess it would be the same if they're coming up this way to me because mm-hmm. everybody else is like an hour from me coming this way so
3: that so. mm. might make sense so so this is a this is just a funny stupid one because i like to eat and i'm fat but like after a gig where do you guys go to eat like is there stuff that's open late because i feel like this is a problem too nowadays that nothing is open late anymore because of yeah. the whole like beast era <laughs> <I don't know. laughs>
6: After the gig after after the gig we eat right there.
7: We eat yeah. right there. Well, they, feed, <laughs>
6: yeah. they feed you? Or-
7: yeah, so like we we yeah. mostly play like well we've we've played at like a lot of uh like uh bars and restaurants and stuff. Like so like Mostly like like Alex said, you know, we haven't really had to go anywhere else because we've mostly just like been f- taken care of with food and drinks, you know. So. man,
3: we are getting screwed out here. <laughs> it's like, oh, here's a drink, here's yeah. a drink ticket. Like that's it. Make We're it in us. the wrong genre though. Yeah. No one was listening to us. <laughs> 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 we get tomatoes thrown at us, saying some something to eat, right? No. Damn. Damn, you guys can only go higher from here. Shit. <laughs>
0: I was going to mention this when you were talking about shows and everything. We recently released an episode with the creator of get And you guys should create a little page for yourself on there because it is a great way to get on shows. Like you can show trade with people. There's venues always looking for stuff in your areas. Like it's, it's a global thing and it's completely free. It okay. kind of.
5: Yeah, definitely. It kind of takes
0: over. Us. He's
3: not paying us. We just like like yeah. We like the guy enough uh, that yeah. we just advertise for him for free. Yeah, <laughs> it's
0: basically. Uh, I think it could be a game changer because eventually they're going to have it to where you can map out tours and everything, and like it mm. will help locate and connect you with people in those areas for like venues and stuff. So, and it's for basically every genre. It's not just strictly for rock, metal stuff like that we normally deal with. But I think Man-y. it'd be something. It's get with a. Slash, like the I don't know what you call it, it's like the little hyphen, maybe I don't know in
3: between, but it's get gigs.com. Yeah, band ads already looking it up. <laughs> <laughs> see, I oh, I, I
5: see it. I
3: think yep. I got it. Oh, wait, you, you two are the other gig or the gig finders. Never mind, band dad doesn't do okay. Whoops.
6: <laughs> well, Mir- <laughs> Mir- Pro- Mirto probably already created us an account with a, a password <laughs> in the corresponding yeah all your pictures the best <laughs>
3: pictures
0: <laughs> yeah but no we uh we put the podcast on there i've been hit up by two different people but they weren't trying to get on the episodes they were trying to uh have me book them a show here in, t- in my town i was like i'm not a venue it clearly says oh, podcast. I mean, you
3: you could you could just get a little slice of that. I mean, you could help them for that if you wanted to. You don't have to though. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I do have the connections to do that, but I would I would seriously have to sit down with that place again and oh.
3: figure all arm, that out. Arm wrestling, arm wrestling really helps. Like, I'll <laughs> arm wrestle you for this gig, dude.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: but now, basically,
0: we we interviewed the guy and. I think it's a good thing to try and help everyone out, let them know about it, just because I think if we all struggle to we'll find stuff, especially stuff where
3: it's worthwhile. So they're gonna get the good gigs and get fed. Damn it! Man. I'm in the I am in the wrong genre. Oh well, whatever. <laughs> We've interviewed see, a couple. You people guys need another guitar that. player. <laughs>
0: the do country dance and stuff too and they've seen to get taken well the one guy said what they got paid like 1800 dollars for one night i was like we're in the wrong genre
3: wow right well actually what i mean like a ballpark figure what is you guys been paid like randomly like just so i can get jealous some more
5: (laughs) well (laughs) we we've been fortunate enough to like most of the places we've been able to come up with something that's fair. Mm. Yeah. Like, uh, Rasul could probably speak better on it, Okay. Since he's, Um, are you the money guy,
3: Rashawn? (laughs)
5: Not, not really. (laughs) (laughs) Not really. Uh,
7: But like I said, I really just, you know, if, if like, if it's something that I'm the main point of contact for, that's like the first thing, because, you know, we all put, a lot of effort and energy into the band and, and ourselves, you know, learning songs and whatnot. And so travel, all that. Um, So I always try to make sure it's fair and um, you know, but yeah, it's always been, you know, a number with that. I think, you know, we, there's, uh, I mean, there's been like a few times where, you know, but most times we get paid, we're like, okay, this is what we kind of, this is what we agreed on. And everybody's happy and satisfied. So.
5: It's usually like a hundred, a person. Kind of one, in that one, range. 150. 150. One yeah, time
7: One hundred. Like, Roger Brown was like I think everybody got paid two hundred or two fifty, right? Shout out to yeah, shout out to shout out yeah, to,
3: Roger shout to Roger Brown. Yeah. yeah. That was Brown. Great,
6: that was a great
5: show. Yeah. yeah. Well you yeah. Each, you each got two hundred each. Yeah. Two fifty. Two fifty. Damn. Yeah, that was oh, uh dude. that was pretty cool. that was a three hour that's in uh Virginia. Like near like uh I guess Vir-
7: not like what was like Virginia Beach, kind yeah. of. It. I think it was called Portsmouth. Yeah, yeah. So it was like a fi- from Maryland, like it's like a five hour ride.
0: Oh, okay. Well, Around was here,
7: nice, was a nice drive. <laughs> the yeah. places
0: that I could do for like the heavy band stuff, they they agreed to give me $300 and I had to split that with all of the bands. Wow. So depending on how many bands I booked, I would have to split that $300. Oh, damn.
6: Uh, well, I, I, usually,
0: say- I, I usually just did three bands, so each one got 100 and made it easier. But wow, yeah, you, you like, split that up amongst the guys in the band, they're only getting like 25 to 20, but depending on how many guys are in there, like 25 20 bucks,
5: right? <laughs> well, I, I was gonna say, like, I've played with some uh, because where I live, I'm an hour from Philly and an hour from Baltimore, mm-hmm. so um, I have a, a band that I play in in uh, Philly sometimes, and they do a lot of shows where they'll have like three artists or three bands. And that on that bill and then they'll split the door and then split they'll have people like if they're tipping the band like whoever's coming to see the band they split at the door and then the tips get split even hmm. so yeah everybody's walking away with yeah. 50, 50 bucks
0: the only tip that I ever got was the bartender lady tell us to play real music <laughs>
5: <laughs> oh wow
0: it was actually on camera too. Like they didn't realize because we were recording. We had little yeah. cameras set up to record different angles of the set. And you could hear her in the background. Why don't they learn to play some real music?
5: Oh no, <laughs> uh, that's terrible. Um, that that reminds us me of uh, that we had one lady. We had oh, a. Yeah, I know exactly um, what is. <laughs> I know exactly what he's saying. Yeah. Say. <laughs> uh, so the place we played at, they were a new restaurant, and they didn't really have a proper PA setup. It was kind of like we would come in and set it up ourselves yeah. and then play but the during our intermission they had a dj come in and i guess play or do a set for like 25 30 minutes and he oh yeah he he messed <laughs> up the 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 mics were like wireless mics so they were connected to like a certain channel on their frequency thing and he switched it so when we went to back for our second set the volume was off and we couldn't really get it figured out. And I was kind of like, well, that's not really our job to figure it out. So I was like, whatever, but this, these two ladies come in and are kind of drunk and (laughs) we're like doing our song and they kind of just stop us. Well, not really stop us, but they're trying to tell us that they can't hear uh, Alex or something like that. Yeah. 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 (laughs)
1: And we're gonna kind of like
5: play through it, but they're yeah. like, no, no, no. They're like, no, no, no. Listen to what we're saying. Listen to what we're saying. And we're trying to like get our volume <laughs> up and stuff. And they're like, no, 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 no. Stop, stop, stop. <laughs> but yeah.
6: Oh,
3: yeah. drunk people.
6: Yeah i i stopped to I stopped to listen to her for like, um, maybe i don't I don't even I don't even want to say a minute. You know, I, I you know, I was trying to. Wasn't trying to be dismissive, you know, but it got to a point where I'm just like, okay, well, we have to we have to get back to what we're doing. So um yeah. Yeah, it
1: was um,
3: definitely weird. Funny night though. Very and yeah, you'll have you'll have those, especially <laughs> with drunk people are trying to do things. Yeah. <laughs> the worst experience for me was in
0: Ohio <laughs> when a a drunk lady started coming up and licking the oh. sweat off of me. I was like w- <laughs> w- what is going on? Licking wet? Yeah, the sweat cuz it was hot it was like in the middle of July and they had no air conditioning and I was sweating really bad. And she came up and like licked my chest because I was I wasn't I wasn't wearing a shirt. I was like damn, this is dude. this is nasty.
3: <laughs> Ohio is for lovers.
1: Ohio is for-
3: <laughs> mm, Ohio is for something, I don't know. <laughs> well yeah. damn, guys, you haven't like had any really terrible experiences which is good like that's good to know (laughs) yeah so far
7: been positive vibes (laughs) oh
3: like that's that's important you guys like formed right after the worst time in the history of humanity and then you guys get along and oh man
5: i think a lot of it has to do with we're all in the same like point in our lives i guess because Mm -hmm. we've so our biggest issue is we've been like trying to find a bass player and luckily we have found one now now, but a lot of the earlier stuff was like trying to find a bass player. I was kind of playing bass a little bit and Mirta, we would like switch off songs. Like he would play key bass on a the song then I would play key bass. Mm-hmm. And um, like some of the people that would audition and we would consider they would be like, 35 with a kid or 40 with a kid and it's kind of like we're in different places in our lives where we can't really relate to you and you know like you can relate to us but it's different because you know you have to get home and take care of another person. You
3: can say it on there just like damn kids ruin everything don't they?
5: (laughs) (laughs) Mm
7: -hmm. It definitely does and I'm thankful that like Grant said you know I mean to kind of speak a little bit just we all are sort of independent in that way we don't we're not like tied down to like any we're not married or we don't have kids so it, it's not like when we schedule something it's not like oh I have to be home for like my wife or my kids or whatever because it can be especially when you're you know you're a band and you're starting out and that's a challenge you know like when you're in a relationship especially mm-hmm. if it's marriage or you have kids and you're you know but you also like want to be out there playing a lot of shows and whatnot and just even being able to be like in a creative space you know so
3: mm-hmm. yeah and you have like significant uh, and some people have significant, uh, significant others they get in the way too Like mean, sometimes that's an issue too like <laughs> i don't want you to go to band practice you know, yeah. know what i mean like everybody's <laughs> yeah. once in a while you'll have that but yep. yeah i mean yeah. you guys obviously you guys obviously don't have kids so you're able to do this and it's probably i mean i i do have a kid
6: actually oh do you yeah yeah yeah. i have a, um a little girl her name is uh azula
3: she's i didn't um, mean what i said about screw kids okay take yeah, i'm joking back. she's it's it's my puppy it's a, it's it's oh. a joke. <laughs> somebody's got somebody's got to take care of the dog though like when you're gone like
6: yeah no li- literally it was a thing because when i first got her like i was like bringing her to practice and stuff <laughs>
3: That's okay. And
6: they're like, "Oh, you can't do that." I'm like, "Damn, I guess, guess I got to leave you at home."
3: Well. You know, like the bass drums? Like drums are scary loud sometimes for the dogs, but I wouldn't know. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Yeah. So, and you guys, like, you guys went to Virginia. Like, did you all ride together? Like, rent a bus or a van? I say a van, probably. We no? rode
7: together. It was uh, we were always Ooh. trying like, to like figure out like the travel and everything. We road together is me uh alex and Mirto
3: yeah mm. and you guys obviously you know you can get along with somebody if you can stand them for a long trip without trying to leave them on the side of the road or something <laughs> no and, right. and those long
6: trips are like are like essential really because like i feel like um yeah we talked like we talked a lot we had a, a lot of time to talk about you know um a lot of you know random things and i feel like that was for sure like a you know like a come together you know moment we were able to talk about some stuff that you know um you know we're you like like um everybody's saying you know we're all at kind of like similar points in our lives but you know everybody's life is so complex that we're all going through our own you know individual things so that was like really a humbling you know experience to you know be on this however many hour car ride you know and and really get to you know i guess connect with your bandmates like in a different on a deeper level so that was cool
3: no that's that's kind of important because like us old guys my band we kind of ride separate because some people have kids and responsibilities and obviously like we've never really rode in one car and our newest bass player he gives us hell about it's like why don't you guys ride together for the gig And I guess maybe I kind of see this point where what you said, like, you'd have a better bonding experience, but like, it's not like you guys are traveling super far though. uh, Yeah, exactly. But like, we will in Ohio. So hopefully somebody licks my chest and face, but like, (laughs) (laughs) I think we're going to take a trailer there and I'm like, I wonder if like, either (laughs) I'll end up on the side of the road or they end up in the side of the road, like in a ditch, you know, like. Oh, no, no. If that, you have that's the trailer, a
0: trailer. You can take the lady back there to lick the sweat off if you did the trailer too. Oh um, no!
3: What bar was it? I'm gonna write this down. I don't remember. It was in Lima? Okay, <laughs> Limas for something. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> Limas for nasty. <laughs> nice. Well, damn guys, it's been a it's been a positive experience. Like nothing, not too negative out of the blue, but actually didn't answer my question. So, is it really bad out there as far as, like, like late night eating? I want to know if this is, like, everywhere. Like, the, the restaurants aren't open as late.
7: It just depends on, like, what area you're in, honestly. Like, I know where I live is, like, yeah, because, like, you'll think something's opening. Like, uh, sometimes, like, you won't check. You'll just assume because it's, like, Assumed, yeah. and it's, like, you get there and it's, like, oh, we're closed. Like, like, what? It's a Friday night. Like, how are you closed? Even, like, Saturdays, like, it just, you know, I, I it really just depends on the area. And then, like, a lot of restaurants, they switch up on you. Like, they'll be closed. And then, like, you check back a month or so later. And it's like, oh, oh, I thought you guys were closed. You know
3: what I mean? So, yeah. I, I think we're going backwards in time when things weren't open late. And it's like. A lot our, of the stores
0: around here, like the Walmarts and the grocery store, like the Kroger or whatever, are no longer 24 hours. 24 hours. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they
3: close at, like, 11. Yeah. Right? Ten or eleven, it's like that's wow. weird. I think that's hurting. I mean, not to get like the economy. I think it's hurting it for people to not work third shift and like do those things. But whatever, that's yeah. Whatever. My
5: job just got rid of third shift. No shit. Yeah. That's dumb
3: Did did they, did they need you that bad? I mean, it was your
5: was it that essential to always have a third shift, or it's just like, um, I think that it was their plan. So I work in like my. Where I work, they make medical devices for open heart surgery and stuff. Oh, fancy. So they were trying to make more product. And I think I don't know if they didn't really meet the expectation or what. Mm. But yeah, a lot of people ended up leaving and all that stuff. Damn. Oh,
3: crazy times still. <laughs> Well, we still got our band, so let music. So that's important. Yeah. Damn. What what time we got? So, it's nine
0: thirty. We're probably gonna have to wrap this one up. I've I've got five kids upstairs. Sounding like they're having a ninja battle or something. I don't know what the hell's going on up there. <laughs>
3: Damn kids ruin everything. That's the <laughs> that's the uh the the theme, motto of this. Podcast. <laughs> theme of this theme of No, the
0: for the most part they're cool. They don't mess with things, but my daughter's got a friend over and they're all having a party or something. I don't know what's going on up there. <laughs> Kick them outside. It's storming. I think that's why I lost internet earlier.
3: That's how- <laughs> well, that's true. It has been raining. Like I said, it's a one year anniversary of a tree falling in my house. So you guys came to share it with me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. But yeah. Didn't so-
0: the tree like come all the way through your roof, like to where you were sitting on the couch. Yeah.
3: I was watching, like, that Moon Knight show. It was a terrible show. I couldn't get into it. It was confusing. And then, like, like the wind picked up, right? And I'm like, whoa. And then it started getting louder. And then I started hitting, like, branches crack. And I kind of got out uh, out of the room a little bit and looked in. Because I'm like, if this tornado is coming, I kind of want to watch it as I die. And then all i see this, like, Tyrannosaurus thing come through my roof. (laughs) <laughs> in my ceiling and it's like the tree that we had it was a huge tree it's like 41 years old poplar something and it was raining violently so all this is all this rain water rushed into my house me having the uh the the bee sprain and the fog i'm like uh what am i supposed to do like normally i'm a quick thinker but really traumatizing and dealing with the insurance but we won't get into that anyway but thank thank you for sharing my anniversary with me
5: guys of the tree
6: (laughs) no problem no problem
5: yeah no problem (laughs) happy anniversary yay trees (laughs) one of the worst days of your life
3: (laughs) yeah after that like dealing with the insurance and trying to understand everything when your brain isn't working right it's not the best time i think because i was talking shit about that moonlight show moon night show and that was somebody punishing me some of these ideas. I don't know. Whatever. You made the Disney <laughs> You made oh, yeah. Disney mad Mickey at you. Mouse. yeah, yeah. <laughs> You motherfuckers. Oh, I can't do this voice. If I tried. All righty. Well Well, yeah.
0: yep. You guys basically what we do on the end of every episode is whoever we interview, we release or not so much release, but we play a song. We included it with the episode. Have you guys recorded anything of your own music that you would want to have featured on the end of the episode?
5: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Awkward. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. I, I thought somebody was to say something. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We do.
0: Well, this would be the time to figure out what it is and uh talk about it a little bit and then Mirto can send it to me, or whoever wants to email it to me, can email it to me, and then I'll just add it to the end of the episode.
5: Okay, yeah, so we have a single out. uh, It's called Home Cooking and Backstory. Uh, Mirto and I, on our yearly New York trip or whatever, we wanted to take some uh, uh, logic lessons from our uh, friends up there, and we needed some songs to just have as uh, references and stuff to work on in our logic uh, mixing lesson or whatever. And um, this song idea came about, fast forward to when we meet Rashawn and Alex and we wanna put in for the Tiny Desk competition and we need a song. So we use this song and they ended up doing pretty well in the tiny desk competition. they what is that by the way? What's a tiny desk?
6: So um, NPR has, um, mm. you know NPR tiny desk, they have like this series where you know they do live performances and stuff. Um, and gotcha. every year. Okay. yeah every year they have a, um, like a competition where um, they allow people like to submit like original, um, music and it has to be like in a video format you know you have to record a video there has mm-hmm. to be like a desk in the video like there's a couple of different requirements um mm-hmm. but you submit it you know and um whoever i think whoever wins the competition gets featured on Tiny Desk
5: um then they get to the tour like a five right show and tour or whatever
3: oh yeah nice okay sorry interrupted
5: like, you <laughs> no yeah, yeah so okay. Uh, yeah, they reposted it a couple of times and the video did pretty well on YouTube and stuff for that being like our first, second video to put up. So we decided to record it and it came out in like October, I think, something like that. Sweet.
3: So so. yeah, we'll just have a, yeah, we'll have Brandon put that on then. So then the world can hear it. Yep. (laughs) Oh thanks.
0: Where can they find your music at or where can they see you at? Anyone out there listening? Where can they check you out at? Uh
5: the the main streaming services, Apple Music, Spotify, and everything. Uh we do a lot of posting on our Instagram, which I guess uh took could send.
6: Well, for the people listening. Um, if you don't like reading. Our uh, (laughs) Instagram is uh, PRJCT underscore UNTLD. Again, that is PRJCT underscore UNTLD. And yeah, that's our Instagram.
0: Sweet.
3: Alrighty, guys.
0: Well, guys, you've been the first I won't say the first but you've been the first group that were all individually on a call with us we've had one group that was all on one call together and it was chaotic trying to hear them over talk each other because they only had one mic and it was the echoey very yeah.
3: echoey in the room that,
0: so. mm-hmm. this, this actually is, works yeah. yeah this actually sounds really good this way so definitely appreciate <laughs> talking with you guys tonight yes yeah, yeah nice.
6: thanks for appreciate having you for having us for real
0: yeah thanks for being our first and B. uh R&B group we uh we've been trying to branch out but for whatever reason it seems like we only talk to metal basses for the most part (laughs) i think i think the metal bass community feels left out on their essentialness in a band so they feel like they have to come on a (laughs) podcast to talk about themselves (laughs) nobody loves me
6: (laughs) i feel like that's a trend in society right now so
0: yeah the unsung heroes is the low end of the band. And
3: but and you guys are currently looking for your hero, so I think gonna, that they found one. Oh, did they found okay. Hopefully, hopefully he lasts.
0: <laughs> but yeah, guys, yeah. definitely appreciate you guys coming out and talking with us tonight. And uh anyone out there listening, if you want to be on Dark Side of the Scene, send an email to Brandon at scene.com and we will get you scheduled. But Again, if you want to say the name of the song and the name of the project, and we're going to roll on out.
5: Home Cooking by Project Untitled. Awesome. Take it easy, guys. All right.
0: Thanks again.
1: Yep. 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 Thank you.
4: Potatoes on my plate Brown and sausage, I cannot wait. Don't forget the bacon, too. I made it for you. I made it, I made it, yeah. Now that's a love language. When I give you this good, good, you better take it Let me serve you my love with the help and the bacon If it don't taste that good, at least promise you'll fake it Cause I made it for you yeah. You know I love food, that's how you know this real Cause I shared it with you I would give you my last so you can have two Or I might give you this cash so you can get yours too Now come get the Potatoes on my plate Hash brown sausage, I can't wait Don't forget the bacon too I made it for you Potatoes Sausage, I cannot wait. Don't forget the bacon, too. Yeah, Bacon, bacon eggs, potatoes, potatoes pancake syrup, you know how that goes. Bacon, eggs, potatoes, pancake syrup, you know how that goes. Bacon, eggs, potatoes, pancake syrup, you know how that goes. Bacon, eggs, potatoes, pancake syrup, you know how that goes. Hot on my plate. Sausage, I can't wait Don't forget the bacon With your mother's unconditional, conditional love feel something like an inside hug L is for that linguine I got for that infamous Alfredo It's for the only time you seem to be quiet Me is very, very cheesy Cause fuck that lactose, I'ma always eat your mac and cheese And even though it's dinner time And I'm making breakfast food Just know that my love is specially made